Welcome to Pursue Him Podcast, Fireplace Bites with Pastor Derek D'Souza. My name is Sam David and I'm so excited to welcome you on this week's episode, which is an excerpt from our weekly Zoom meets called The Fireplace. If you want to be a part of it, you can register at pursuehim.net slash fireplace. I believe God is going to use this podcast to enrich your spiritual walk with Him. A big thank you to each and every one who is sharing this podcast with your friends, posting this on social media, and also leaving your review. Now, let's dive into this week's episode. What is the barriers that prevent calibration? There is only one barrier and if you understood what calibration is, calibration is nothing but where God wants you to standardize by determining the deviation from a standard so as to ascertain the proper correction factors. So basically calibration is to standardize that means to come as close to what god actually intended for your life what is that i showed you from romans 3:23 all have sinned and fallen short of the glory the glory the glory is what is supposed to sit on you and me and on our family say amen amen that's the glory that god wants that means you are so blessed in every direction amen just as abraham was blessed how many of you believe abraham was blessed not only physically spiritually he was way ahead of everybody this guy had insight into 400 years some of us don't don't have insight into you know this guy could see 400 years do you know jesus said this about abraham your father abraham saw my day and rejoiced Can you imagine before his time he saw Jesus already and he rejoiced Genesis by the way is the first book in your bible okay and the new covenant <laughs> let's not go there okay but here you have a man living way beyond his generation how many of you want to be that that means you know that god has separated your family for a cause that means your decisions are so carefully weighed what you do what you introduce in the family what you buy what you wear things that you you know that are having an effect on everything that you do so now you know why a walk with god is very narrow this is the reason why when you get calibrated the gap becomes more and more narrow you understand now a person who is not calibrated you see he'll be walking on a nice fat road leading straight to nowhere but a man who is walking with the lord he has a very narrow path you know why because he ha- already knows the heart of his father and just knowing his heart of his father many options get closed how many of you understand what i'm saying many options just get closed they uh, there's no i'll pray about it i'll seek the lord is it a nice house oh there's little bad but it's looking very green over here you know sodom is little bad but it's looking green it's beautiful river flowing do you know in abraham's mind that would be straight no just the name sodom just somebody just the name sodom i mean we are not going to pray whether jezebel is a good wife for me hey Just the name Jezebel. Oh my God! It's saying something to me there right now. Just the name 
Forget about how they look, who they are. Just the name only is telling me something's wrong. Do you get what I'm saying? You're so calibrated that now when things come to you, you don't need five people to pray. You already know. You already know. You just know your friend, the person you want to get engaged to is plugged into wrong things. He's watching wrong things. He's plugged into this. What makes you think after you get married he's going to change? You're going to bring the change. You're going to bring the change. I'm telling you when you get calibrated, do you know that uh, calibrated people pick up problems in a second? They can tell you immediately. You know why? Because a calibration is a standard. You know why many instruments, nautical instruments, astronomical instruments, they all calibrated. Because if they are not calibrated, you will be telling your friend, "I just saw Pluto," and he'll say, "What is wrong with you? That's the sun." Why? Because your both instruments are calibrated and looking in opposite directions. So you have to have a standard. The standard is Jesus. The standard is Jesus. He is the foundation. The standard is Jesus. Would Jesus like me to do this? That's the question we should be asking. Would Jesus enjoy doing this with me? Is the question. Once you start asking these questions, all your issues will start getting calibrated. Now, what I'm telling you, I want to give you one small secret from my life. Amen. I think I may have said it a hundred times, but for the hundred and one time, I'm going to say it for those of you who have missed it. How many of you want to be translated from darkness straight at the Father's table? Okay. Now, remember that actually happened to you when you got born again. Okay. Now, the reason you're not able to, the reason you're probably in the wrong place right now, not even at the Father's table, is because you are not calibrated. And I already told you what calibration is. It's nothing but Romans twelve two, renewal of your mind. Now, when you hear this, don't take this verse for granted. You'll just think I know Romans twelve two and forget it. Remember, you when you calibrate your mind, you come to know God's perfect, pleasing will for your life. He says, "I beseech you, brethren, in view of God's mercy, that you offer yourself as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, which is your spiritual act of worship. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that you may know God's perfect, pleasing will for your life." That means if you are not calibrated, what are you going to know? You will come to know an imperfect an unpleasing will for your life which the enemy is waiting because remember he knows there's been a physical transfer he knows you've been transferred to a table which has no end you're going to sit at that table for eternity now the only way he can get you off that table to start eating food from his table is to make sure you're ready that you stay not knowing the price that was paid for you to come here in the first place. Amen? Now, because you didn't pay a price, because you didn't sacrifice, you didn't do everything, that doesn't mean that you do not spend eternity to try and find out what happened, what awesome thing happened at your birth. Amen? Your new birth. What are the features of this new kingdom that you've been transferred in? Where can I go? What heights can I go? What depths can I go? What width can I go? Where can I go in this kingdom? Amen. We need to start calibrated, okay? Calibrating ourselves. And how do we do that? We do it by a steady flow of word that comes from the Lord. Remember this. From today, I want you all to read your Bibles 
this is where you need to do this reading the bible is not an option i hope the story of mephibosheth is showing you something it is bringing the reading of the word in a very different way to you i'm telling you there are many mephibosheths in the house of god who have lost their position and it has not happened because god took away the table it has happened because they did not renew their mind so when the enemy saw you're sitting at a table and you don't know its worth he can easily tempt you into showing you that there's another table that is twice its worth why because you've not understood that the table you currently sit at cannot be earned back bought back do you know esau read it in your bible he cried he begged he pleaded but he could not get his birthright back and for what a bowl of stew one chicken tandoori equivalent to one chicken tandoori <laughs> he could not get his blessing back he sacrificed it amen i want to throw a challenge to you how many of you want to see the holy spirit manifest in your life like tangible okay tangible means like a cloud coming in your room you'll need to do this you because the god we serve is not dead he's living he is so he there has to be a difference between the god we serve and everybody don't you want to be a voice to this generation don't you want to wake up with dreams and visions about where your daughter is going to be which house you are going to be which job you are going to be which color of 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 you know where your ministry needs to be don't you want to wake up do you know what happened to Saul look here Saul used to hear god's voice through the prophet then he started backsliding he did not understand what oil was put on his head he did not understand what position he was given remember Saul right who was Saul he was a guy who was hiding from himself in the tra- in the luggage okay now he didn't understand the anointing what was on his life he didn't understand the call that was on his life he didn't understand the crown that he wore he didn't understand the position that he had and do you know what happened to him he lost the voice of god So what happened? God would speak to him. It's written in the Bible. God would speak to him through dreams, through visions, through Urim and Thummim, and through his prophets. And do you know, towards the end of his life, all three, all three modes stop working. So you know what he had to do? He had to go and consult a medium. Why? Because now a very, very big problem happened in his life. All the armies that he attacked. joined together to destroy him so now what does he do he was trembling the bible said he was trembling he didn't know what to do so he needed an answer from god he needed an answer from god and he and uh, he could not get it so what does he do he decides to go to a spiritist he decides to go and ask a spirit if you look at 1 samuel 28 verse 6 can you imagine this okay saul in his prime days banned all the mediums the spiritists and he said kill them all when he was under the anointing of god he just loved god but here he is the things that he's banned once the things that he hated once now he's going back to do you see that do you see it in your christian life the things that you knew once you should never do you end up going back to there is a problem and the one problem is you're not calibrated calibration is the response responsibility for every christian's failure in their spiritual walk i'm going to hit this message very hard home okay because god has told me very clearly that he wants to talk to us 
like a father talks to his son that means you are not going to go to god and say with close ended questions you can ask god god why you love me so much and he can direct you to his word and show it to you come on how many of you want a god who only answers in yes and no's should i go here no should i do that you're not going to tell me the reason why are you a robot that i just tell you yes and no beep beep white signal uh, green signal go red signal stop is this how you want to lead your life or do you want to know stuff that you never dreamed about i'm ready to show you now you will not know this until you start digging into the word now i can do this but it'll take very long you know what i did today i actually wanted to show it to you but i don't know whether i'll be able to do it this is the amount of information i just began to read the word just read the word make a altar today and say i'm just going to read the word i am not going to do any i just going to read the word i am not going to neglect it from today i am just going to read the word i'm just going to read the word because remember this is what the devil wants to do to you you know some of you he will do anything in your house when you start reading the word he'll make all hell break loose because he knows that as long as i can keep this woman away from that book she will remain uncalibrated she will not know what's hitting her she will not know the questions she'll not know the answer she will be eating from a different table everything but as long as you read the word do you know what happens when you read the word without you knowing the living and active word of god is changing and recalibrating all the negative emotions the thought patterns the wrong understanding the disobedience the rebellion all the questions that you wanted to ask god they are already getting answered you don't need a walking talking living prophet sitting next to you you got the word of god which is greater than any prophetic word it is the inspired word of god amen am i saying prophets are not good no okay but i'm saying is in the old covenant you had to find a priest the priest had to be dressed in the right way he had to be serving in the right place and then he could answer you now i'm telling you you got the word of god in your hands if you neglect it it's to your own detriment that you will be living swinging in the dark hitting and missing not knowing what to do and then one day you will be like a mappy boshet where your inheritance that god wanted to give you you lost the position remember god is a wise god how many of you know that he's a just god that means when you seek him with diligence he rewards those who seek him diligently that means if you are not ready and he keeps asking 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 what do you think he's going to do he's going to give it to another man who has the same heart but greater diligence we don't want to miss that amen so what i actually wanted to do is i just wanted to show you i just read an amazing i just read 10 chapters and just by reading 10 chapters at least 60 questions got answered on mine i don't know how to do it so many questions just by reading just by reading you know why because while you read the holy spirit is always there to interpret and give just okay okay turn your bibles quickly i'll try to take you through some okay i'm just going to start from 1 samuel 26 and take you to 2 samuel chapter 5 Are you ready 10 chapters? 
but i'm going to talk to you on themes right up okay what i can't go into it there's so much god showed me but i have to just tell you this just looking at 1 samuel 26 it talks about david spares Saul again what do you understand by that if you read that you will begin to understand how david would never touch an anointed man of god comprende you get it <laughs> i'm giving you themes okay i can't go in there because we'll never finish that finish two verses on it so you just look at it and you realize oh my god after reading this chapter i realize that even though saul was as wicked as he was god rejected him who not david god rejected him as king already anointed another king but it teaches me something that i should not be uh talking about men of god whom i don't know it shouldn't be that i'm attacking men of god because look at david he said listen i will never touch god's anointed you got that lesson 1 i move to 27 david flees to the philistines i'm just reading headers and giving you okay we are looking at david who runs to the philistines and contacts ashish he is the king of gath and he goes and lives there now you're looking at david he is ready to trust god with his life against goliath the philistine you remember but he is not ready to believe god that saul that he can be protected by god from saul so he is fleeing to ashish to a king of philistines which is israel's mortal enemy and how do i know that chapter 27 verse 1 david said in his heart now i shall perish one day by the hand of saul can you imagine david saying this can you see that Verse verse one. I will perish one day by the hand of Saul. There is nothing better for me than I should escape to the land of Philistine. Just one verse speaks how many questions that there are some things in your life you have the faith to believe that you can kill Goliath. You have the faith to believe that God will make you king. You have the faith to believe that God can win you victories, but yet a small Saul can make you run. Do you see the lessons? Can you see the lesson so never get overconfident in your walk with God always stay dependent So here you have a David who is ready to kill a Goliath but when you look at his behavior of a small Saul who has lost his anointing lost everything he's re- can you imagine his words I will perish he's literally saying it he's saying I'll perish with the hands of so did God make you win Goliath Did God make you win all those victories only to kill you with her Saul? You must be asking God right now. God what's the plan for? Did God save you from those multiple relationships that you were not so did he not bring you into the kingdom? Did he not save you from those addictions only to hand you over to one more where you'll die? No, this God is going to bring you out and make you sit at the table once again and eat from his hand. Drink from his cup and lean your loving head on his chest. Come on, shout amen. Say that's the place I want to be. Are you receiving right now? Are you able to see? I'm just touching one verse, okay? I'm not even going into it. Now go to 28. Saul and the medium of Endor. I'm just reading in my Bible the topics, okay? And yeah, how much my God if I go into this chapter will be gone. <laughs> the way god began to speak to me just look at this chapter just reading it nothing just saying holy spirit explain you look at verse uh, chapter uh, 7 samuel 28 and you realize yeah look look at me look at me what you once in your walk with god could have hated because of a lack of calibration you can end up doing you see saul who banished mediums and killed them 
now searching for one to help him to get out of a situation do you see the lesson there's a huge lesson in that there's a huge lesson in that i won't go into this but then i told you the other thing how god speaks don't you want god to speak in dreams and visions and through his word and through his holy spirit and confirm through the prophets amen yes or no do you want to have your life being led by the hand of god where you know what to do and if you don't get an answer you know what was the best thing about urim and thummim <laughs> the priest would put his hand in and remove the stones and sometimes there was no answer so what do you do shut your mouth and go and praise god and say thank you god for no answer because even when god doesn't speak he's speaking even when god does not speak he's speaking this is the way our god is he's so strategic some answers he doesn't give you because he wants you to dig deeper you know why god gave you a mind so that you can have his mind <laughs> the mind of christ Amen the only transferable organ to contain gigabytes of information is your loving head your brain and god put it there so that his mind which is eternity you can have a small fraction of it in this time come on say amen say i want to fill my mind with eternity with eternity amen so if god the god of all eternity and remember he he is the god who wants to make his ways known we already studied that okay he's not a god who wants to hide he wants to hide so you seek him but when you find him he wants to reveal every time you find him he reveals look at 29 the philistines reject david can you imagine here you run to be accepted by the philistines the philistines have greater discernment and say we reject you you are not one of our tribe Amen. <laughs> the heathen rejects you. This reminds me of Jonah. He's trying to run in the other direction and those those guys who don't know God also they come and they say listen. What we are seeing in our life is not the result of one of us. It has to be because of something else that is happening. This strange weather is not because oh Jesus. This cloud that is following me is not because of you know somebody else's ignorance there's something deeper to why i'm falling in the same area there's something deeper i need to get to the root cause and here you have the philistines reject david can you imagine david here is going he's actually if you read the, again i can't get into it will not get out but you read just these 10 chapters and god will speak and not these i mean you will read the whole bible okay But do you know what David does here as a mighty man of God he goes and joins the Philistines he lives under Ashish king of Gath and the Philistines are getting ready to attack Israel and so they are gathering up all their tribes and guess who is there with them little David he's come with his marching troops and he's saying I want to also fight against whom the Israelites He's getting ready to fight against the Israelites. And guess what one of the Philistines get up and say? They say, "Listen, get rid of this Hebrew because while we are fighting, he may suddenly turn on us because he's actually a Hebrew." Now is like thinking, "David, what are you doing? David is getting ready to attack his own men. Can you see God in this? God uses a Philistine to give David advice. Can you please get back? Can you see this?" Thank God for all the proposals that got rejected. <laughs> God used one heathen to say, "Man, you're just not my tribe." And you're say, "Oh God, I'm so sorry. I got broken up. They didn't like me. 
like god is blessing you <laughs> you could not have the discernment enough so he made the donkey open his mouth to tell you you're crying god i'm so sorry i didn't get this i didn't are god actually use somebody to save you otherwise you would have been in an arm in a war that you were not called to fight you would have been in a battle where you were not supposed to be and you would have remained with the guilt that was not yours say amen are you seeing how you how god answers questions are you seeing that i pray you're seeing this you will never neglect the word i declare it over your life and so finally david goes back now do you see i i when i saw this i was just shouting i said god you're so good while david is trying to fight this battle guess what's happening in his hometown all his wife children everyone has been just captured amen from ziklag the next chapter 30 david's wives are captured everything that david owned now has gone why he was going to fight another battle do you see when you go to fight another battle and have left your own fort what happens your own are taken now david comes back with his with his mighty men and guess what they are ready to do they are ready to stone him the bible tells you in verse 6 david was greatly distressed and the people thought of stoning you know that one chapter man this chapter will teach you so much on leadership let's read it do you know when leaders always go through this where their flock are ready to stone them oh man i can tell you i can write one book on this <laughs> As pastors we always have one beautiful set of flock in in the same pasture eating the same grass living by the same brook that come one day with sticks and stones to hit the same hand that has been blessing them and so you see David's mighty men not coming with gifts and offerings they are ready to stone him why you know why they are blaming him they are telling him listen you should have had the oversight that nothing should have happened to our family and all our children should have been there now just imagine if david's wives were captured and all their wives were there would their reaction be the same now you know what they would have said to the pastor did something wrong see what has happened to his whole family is gone see ours are there our sheep are there goats are there rams are there but his are gone i knew there was something wrong god's anointed don't speak keep mouth shut smoutshot.com don't speak what you don't know don't judge what you don't know because before you know it that thing will come to you so keep quiet this wisdom why david never touched saul there is wisdom deep understanding into it don't touch it do you know this is the beautiful way god leads he makes you king and there's another king already there now do you know how many deaths david had to die because he's anointed you know what's anointed you're anointed to get certain victories you know what that means it means that by the anointing in you you can take that land i hope you're understanding i'm trying to i know i'm giving you too much but are you all are you all getting flooded no yes no tell me you are actually anointed to do certain things that means if you go to battle and you're anointed for it you can still win a battle that was not supposed to be fought david could have killed saul because he is anointed to be king the anointing was there to kill to destroy to break the yoke and to deliver but do you know he knew something that he did not touch another anointed man whom god placed he said god you take him out that's for you to do not for me and i pray you're listening so now you see leadership lessons of david 
<laughs> you see how David's all his men are ready to stone him. Now look at David what he does. Oh, he look at verse 6, but David strengthened himself in the Lord. Man, this is one thing you need to realize when you walk with God. You must learn how to strengthen yourself. Don't always wait for 10 people. Let's form a prayer chain. Let's send one prayer request. No, no, no. You need you are all warriors. You need to stand up and say, "Devil, you may have captured some of my things, but I am going to chase after you and make you pay with interest." Hallelujah. You start encouraging yourself. You look what David does. Immediately Immediately what does he do in verse 7 call Abiathar the priest bring me the ephod now David now Abiathar comes with the ephod verse 8 David inquired shall i pursue see his questions do you see <laughs> shall i pursue after this band shall i overcome them he answered him pursue for you shall surely overtake surely rescue close ended questions yes no no yes yes shall i do this shall i not if you don't know how to ask god and you can't hear ask close ended questions to him shall i go and do this he'll answer at least if you can't hear everything no you yes no you may hear right <laughs> start with baby questions i'm telling you i'm laughing but these are this is the way i grew i literally used to read this and then i used to go in my prayer and say god shall i do this Yes no and not sit quiet sit quiet and just wait lord yes and because i could not i did not yet know the word of the lord had not been revealed to me just like samuel remember the word when he was small had not been revealed to him so he didn't know how to engage and understand he didn't know to determine god's voice or you know eli's voice now just wait and here god would say No and I would be hearing yes go ahead son and, I, and the devil would be speaking as god to me and I would get so good and thankfully god you know he's so good when he knows you can't hear he sends he sends his people and god would you know give me understanding but look at david he pursued 400 men he got back everything he came back and now the same guys who were stoning him were saying this is a man of god Hallelujah praise the Lord pastor I knew you could always do it amen thank you now that I got my Jimmy and Johnny and mama and papa back all is well amen so this is this is leadership okay don't ever expect appreciation from anybody expect appreciation from God himself you'll be in a good condition as long as you're expecting something from someone you will always be dismayed are you getting stuff from me now look i just turned the, i'm just talking chapters death of saul this is very interesting okay why am i showing you this guys i'm showing you this because this is how calibration happens i'm showing you things how god will take a story from you and show you things in your life where you can get understanding now you don't need to get up and ask god now god in this particular thing what should i do no he's already spoken to you guys he's already spoken he's shown you now you just need to abstract to the general that means take this and use it for your life did you get it you don't have to go through the same thing and then you will use it no you take the principle you take the understanding you run it through all scripture you see it's perfect it's working now you can use it for your life because remember the word of god is very clear nothing that you are going through today 
is extraordinary it's common that means what you're going through is not unique everything that has happened on this earth is common that means if you're going through a problem there is a solution your life is hidden in this book and if you don't take time to figure it out to understand it you will be an uncalibrated person you will be an enemy's best choice to take you out of the father's table amen